0: Hey, good morning. It's really good to see you today. Uh, Might be helpful if you got a space or two near you, and you wanted to move in a little bit. I know when we ask church people to move in from their end seat, you know, it's like, (gasps) what are we going to do? But if you want to help somebody out, feel free to do that. Uh, We will be able to add more spots at the back. But the one thing we wanted you to know is there's a bunch of space up here at the front. My wife Kim was kind of inspired at this concert we went to not long ago. That families were sitting up front with their moms and dads and kids all together. So if that'll work out for you, especially if you have somebody who's going to want to do some crawling around, feel free to do that. So a very, very special day for us. Um, We we like to refer to this as the best Sunday of the year. This is the Sunday that we get to celebrate all together as a church family, uh, some great moments on people's spiritual journeys. So Uh, We're going to have a good crew, 30 people getting baptized today. That's just, it's going to be a really amazing day. Very, very good. And we'll be doing that a little bit later down at the river. Beautiful spot. Um, The other thing I wanted you to know today, we don't always do name tags, but every once in a while we do something we like to call a a name, name name amnesty Sunday. You see, because for about five years you've been calling this person bud every week because you don't know their name. So this is the week to run around as fast as you can and get all the names you can. And if there's someone you always forget, pull out your phone and take a picture. Just boom, there, now I got you. you know, I mean, don't post it without them knowing, okay? But just get those names down. It's a good way to be able to celebrate uh, the relationships that we have together. So we're going to start with some singing uh the message will be shorter than normal for the sake of littler kids in the room and then we're going to head over to the river and have a great time so would you stand with me and i'm going to pray and we're going to sing together father in heaven thank you for a great day to be able to celebrate your goodness to us and the way in which you continue to grow people into the image of your son thank you so much for that in jesus name we pray amen
1: we this morning. a hurricane. I am a tree bending beneath the weight of His wind and mercy. And all of a sudden, I am unaware of these afflictions eclipsed by And He is our prize, drawn to redemption by the grace in His eyes. And if grace is an ocean, we're all sinking. So heaven meets earth like an unforeseen kiss, and my heart turns violently inside of my
2: chest.
0: a moment. We are loved. You are loved by a heavenly father more than you can ever imagine. Dear Jesus in heaven, we thank you today for you and for your father's love. Wrap our minds and hearts around that truth. You love us. You really, really love us. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. All right, go ahead and safely have a seat. Be careful and make sure somebody didn't sit in your spot before you sit down. <clears throat> so our servers are going to come and they're going to collect the offering right now, which is kind of a little bit different in order for us. They're going to go ahead and do that. and I want to share some things with you that are going on around Southfield before we sing one more song and then, and then get into the, the teaching of the morning. Uh, we've got a few events coming up that you'll want to be aware of. I hope that you've been following along in the Journey Group catalog that you were provided at the beginning of the summer, and as we come into this time of the year, we have things like an all-church camp out coming up, which will be fun. Get out there. One of the things we like to do is get the telescopes out, check out the stars, and just all kinds of fun things. There are critters that run around in the night. You won't want to miss that. So a tent is helpful, but not necessary. And uh, we're just going to have a great time with that. So that's coming up soon. Wanted to keep it on your radar that our, that our students are not meeting this week. In fact, they're going to the picnic today and whatever, but they've got a couple weeks off. So if you're wondering when student ministry is getting started again, just continue to follow along with Facebook or talk to Brian or one of the youth leaders, and they'll let you know exactly when that's getting started again. So make sure you keep that in your mind. If you really enjoy uh, the kind of worship that we do and you'd like to get a little bit more, there's gonna be a Friday night coming up. I think it's August 14th, correct? Thank you. August 14th, a night of just extended worship. So, you know, we're always trying to hit this balance. For some of you, uh, two songs is too, too many. For others of you, you go, why didn't we do five? And so this is one of those nights that we're just going to go ahead and literally unplug the worship and just have a great time uh, singing and worshiping to our God. So you want to keep that. On your radar as well in a little bit. We'll tell you about where we're headed in terms of getting down to the river and getting the directions We'll be having a picnic afterward and you know we Ask people to bring two dishes to pass and we do that in part because some of you show up with no dishes to pass So you get to take their one all right because we want you to feel part of this too So there will be plenty of food and we'd love for you after the baptisms to go ahead and join us for that time So so we start by talking about the love of god and we're reminded today, all around us, of the love of family. Part of the reason that I love this service is because we literally have the little kids in here crying, and the seniors in here, and everybody all in one room, and we truly get a representation of what the family's all about. There's one family in particular that is having an incredibly special day. A couple weeks ago, Jim Heglin caught me uh, after the service, and he said, can we adjust the time of the service? It's really, really important. I'm like, why? What's up? His daughter and son-in-law are here from literally the other side of the world. They came over from Europe. So you think you drove far. They came pretty far today. His daughter found a very great man over in Europe. Get no ideas. (laughs) And, uh, And so he doesn't get to see her or him very often. And today, this morning in our parking lot, he got to meet his granddaughter for the first time. That is just, that is really, really amazing. So it's that kind of day. It's that kind of day. And it's that kind of day that makes you want to sing the next song that we're singing. a seat. Are you all just going to stay here? That's fine if you want. If you want to just sit on the floor, I don't care. That's fine. You don't have much space down there. So, oh my goodness. This picture, this picture has become uh, something of an icon for us. Icon in the good sense, as in iconic. It depicts what we're all about. Happened in uh, August, I think, of 2010. For many, many years, our church had done baptisms in a baptismal tank. Uh, this is a normal Sunday, don't worry. I'm used to competition. Um, <clears throat> we did baptisms in a baptismal tank. And it was beautiful. It was part of a service. It was great. And then we moved out into a school, and we were like, how are we going to do baptisms? And so we went over to Shanahan Pool, and we did baptisms there one day. And then, and then one day I went down to Four Rivers, and I'm looking at this spot on the river. And I've been, you know, I've been to Israel, I've seen the Jordan River, and I'm like, wow, this spot. This spot is like being right there in the Jordan River it's just absolutely beautiful and so we had this baptism that day and it was incredible and this is Pam Maestro getting baptized and all the people on the shore and it was just it was a beautiful beautiful day and became part really of of just a great tradition for us to the point that when we built this building people asked are we going to have a baptistry and I'm like you bet we are the river That's our baptistry. It's so cool to go down there. I promise you today we're going to interrupt somebody fishing. We'll blow their day of fishing, but they're going to see something far more valuable and far more beautiful as we get out for people to see uh, what the Church of Jesus Christ is really all about. So as we've made this little journey from our old house to a school to a new house, there was, a, there was a video that really depicted uh, the process we were on, the dream that we really believed that God had placed in our hearts. I don't know if you have a dream. Hopefully you do. And uh, I believe God has a dream for us. I'd like you to go ahead and see this. Some of you haven't seen this for, I don't know, like three or four weeks. It seems like we show it all the time. I get that. But you got to check this out.
1: a little girl alone in my little world who dreamed of a little home for me I played pretend between the trees and fed my house gas and leaves and laughed in my pretty bed of green I had a dream that I could fly from
0: You know, if our dream was this building, I mean, I love the building, okay? But if our dream was this building, it's kind of pitiful, right? Buildings get blown away in tornadoes. They get burned down by fires. Buildings go away. Uh, God had a far better dream for us as a church. And it's the dream that we've held on to for the entirety of our existence, Jesus expressed this dream as he was headed to heaven. He said, go make disciples of every nation, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I've commanded you. And you have this promise from me. I will be with you always, even to the end of the age. That's Jesus' dream for his church. And his dream is to be our dream. Every other dream falls short. This is what we choose to live out. We choose to live out the dream of Jesus. He said, go. You know, that going has taken on, I think, a greater significance in our time. As more and more our culture gets hostile to the message of Jesus, as more and more our culture gets hostile to the morality found in the Bible, we're going to find ourselves saying, I don't mind being in church and talking at church about what I believe, but I don't know if I'm crazy about talking about it out there. And what does Jesus say? You don't get to sit in a holy huddle. I want you to get out. I want you to tell people about me. And he promises us if we do it, he'll be with us. He says, I want you to go out and I want you to baptize people. Lots of people baptize people lots of different ways. We believe in believers' baptism by immersion. What that means, once you come to a place of believing in Jesus, you identify with Jesus in front of other people in a river or a baptistry or whatever, and you're immersed showing that picture of the death burial and resurrection of jesus as well as that picture of you dying to sin and rising to new life in christ i have been crucified with christ it is no longer i who live but christ who lives in me the last part may be the toughest of all these days teaching people to obey everything i've commanded you and you know what even as we sit in a church there are times that as we're looking at scripture someone will say well that's a nice idea i don't agree with that And they make it this way. I don't agree with what Dennis is saying. Well, that's nice, but it's not my message. It's what the Bible has to say. And we have to decide whether or not we're going to live our lives in conformity to what the Bible has to say. Or if we're just going to come up with our own opinions and make up our own morality and figure out our own way along the way. So Jesus challenges us as a church. Get out of the holy huddle. Talk to other people about Jesus. Baptize them. When they come into a relationship with me. And teach them what it means to be a devoted follower of Jesus. To grow into the image of Jesus Christ himself. And then comes that promise. And if you do this, I will be with you always to the end of the age. I don't know that it's safe to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Is it quite possible that if we do the, don't do those three things, Jesus will say, well, I don't need to be with you. You can do whatever you want on your own. You can have your self-styled dreams. You can do whatever you want on your own. But if you're going to get out and talk to people, if you're going to be baptizing people, and if you're going to be teaching people about me in this what seems like a humanly impossible mission, I will be with you. You will always be promised of my presence and my power in everything you do. That's why we're doing what we're doing today. Now I want to show you something here. By the way, these are some dreams that we planted out in our parking lot. Uh, Dreams that involved just hopes that we had. We took one word prayers and put them on what we call a Shanahan potato. All you have to do is dig in the dirt out there and you'll find hundreds and thousands of them. And we put these one word prayers out there in one of our parking islands. And every once in a while I drive by and I just, I remember those prayers. God remembers those prayers all the time, all the time. But I want to show you something from this past week. Sherry's going to go ahead and click this for me. you got to check this out. Boom. Now, before you judge that dive, that's my father. My father turned 80 years old last Monday. And he did that dive on Wednesday. That's crazy, huh? You know what I love about my dad? He is unwilling to act his age. (laughs) He's like, I'm going to defy this age thing right up to my last breath. You know what I love about our church? We defy our age. You may may think our church is about six months old because that's when you came to this church. You may think it's about seven years old because that's when you came to the school. You may think it's about 20 years old because you came during one of our numerous names. You may think it's a little older than that. Our church is 134 years old this coming October. Do you know what most people would expect of a 134-year-old church? Moving very slowly. One little step at a time. Fearfully, fragilely, afraid of what might happen next. 134-year-old churches aren't supposed to sell their building, go into a school, move into a new place, and baptize 30 people. It's not the way it's supposed to work. But we believe in defying our age because we believe, we absolutely believe in the dream that Jesus has for the church. To go, to baptize, and to make disciples. And I believe that as long as we stick with that dream, we're going to be like that guy on the screen, 80 years old, doing backflips into a pool. You know, and if we're not careful, we'll end up atrophying. We'll end up having some problems. I put this picture up here. This is actually our first church building. And I put it up there so you can see the the nameplate in the middle, two cornerstones by the doors. This building is now gone. The cornerstones of the nameplate are sitting over here on the far end of our parking lot as a bench. And they serve to us as a reminder that since 1881, there's been a string of people throughout the ages of this church who have said, we want to live up to the dream that Jesus has for his church. So today we keep that dream strong. When we talk about this Sunday as this is what we're all about, that's why we say that. Because there is no greater dream than the dream that Jesus has for his church. That's what matters to us the most. I want to introduce some people to you. They're not going to come up here, okay? They're just going to stay where they are. But I'm going to introduce the people right now who are going to be getting baptized. They will uh, stand up and flail their hands or something so that so you can see who they are. And uh, they come to us in a wide variety of ages. Uh, some are seven. Some are well into their 70s, bordering on eighty. And I love that part of our baptisms this year. We have several people that are 60s, 70s, and on up. It's fantastic. Really, really cool. They represent all kinds of stories. If we took the time for all their stories, we would miss the picnic. Uh, Stories of happy times in life. Stories of tough times. Stories of divorce. Stories of death. Stories of brokenness and sadness. And stories of uh, the rebirth of a dream and hope and renewal. But every one of these stories has something in common All these people have come to a place that they've trusted in Jesus as the forgiver of their sin and the leader of their life And they want to obey Jesus by doing what he asked them to do getting baptized You know baptism for us. I I describe it this way It's like this ring I wear that i'm a little bit too thick right now to take off, but it's right here (laughs) This ring my wife gave this to me on the day of my of my wedding hers too and um If she had not been able to afford one of these that day, or if I had not been able to afford one, um, and we said, sorry, we don't have a ring, the pastor wouldn't have stood there and said, well, then you can't be married. Because we understand this to be one thing, it's a symbol. It's an outward symbol of an inward condition. I am taken, and so is she. Baptism is an outward symbol of an inward condition. I am taken. Jesus has taken my heart. And I want other people to know about that. Now, for some of the people getting baptized today, they've been baptized before. They were baptized as babies. They were baptized by loving mothers, fathers, and guardians who wanted the best for their child. And some of you might question, you're like, well, then why are they doing this again? Because they've come to a place in their life that they're now owning it for themselves. And I love that part because there was a mom or a dad or a guardian in their life that cared about their spiritual growth. When they were itty-bitty babies, cared about their spiritual growth. And today is a day for them to realize a stage of fulfillment of the dream that they had for their child all those years ago. So we're going to read through this list. I promise this person, um, when you have a name that ends in V or Z, you always come last in the list. So Vaughn Van Eck is getting baptized today. Vaughn, stand up and wave. Where are you, dude? He's down here. Um, Sam Carlisle. Where are you, Sam? There he is. All right, Sam's on the ground over here. Lorelei Wojawoda. Where's Lorelei? Cool. She's going to be baptized by her mom and dad. Pama Webb. Where's Pama? This one's cool. So Pama and daughter Lisa are walking by us doing baptisms a couple years ago and said, hmm, that's cool. And today she's taking her turn. That's cool. Pam and Kelsey Smith, mother daughter team. This is awesome. Very good. Angelina Scarpaesi, stand up down here. She's going to get baptized today. And we have a father daughter team, Rick Rivas and Natalie Lestrange. Go ahead and stand up. Awesome. Very good. We have a pair of sisters, Brinley and Lydia Reed. Go ahead and stand. And part of what makes this one extra special today is uh, a lot of us know of the struggle that her mom has had throughout the years, years, but especially this year with cancer, and she gets to be here today and baptize her daughters, which is just incredibly special. Another family, Jim, Lisa, and Sarah Rains. I think I saw you guys over here. That's kind of their spot. Awesome. John Maestro. John... Jenna Lakin. Where's Jenna? Cool, Jenna. We have a a husband-wife team, Jeff and Lisa Kyle. Very cool. Aiden Juarez. Did I see Aiden today? Where's Aiden? Aiden, Aiden, Aiden. Where are you? Clap. All right. This one's cool. All right. Terry Lennon started bringing his sister, and Vanette is trusted in Christ, and she wants to get baptized today. Vanette, stand up. Smile and wave. There she is. Awesome. Jessica Giles. Where's Jessica? There you are. Ethan Cavanaugh. Yeah, waving in the dark. Vicki Brown. Okay, we have some cousins, Adam Brooks and Connor Risky. Go ahead and stand up. Now, this one has another little cool twist. Years ago, it was Adam's mom who got baptized at the old building. So, there you see that continuing thread of a church that cares about fulfilling the Great Commission. Nikki Staley. Where's Nikki? All right. I, you know, I don't want to give away every secret, but Nikki is deathly afraid of water. And she's doing this because obeying Jesus matters more. Very, very cool. And I saved this one for last. I, you know, her last name's kind of tough. Marianne Pesavento. Marianne, stand up. Here's the cool part. She only needs the last name for one more week because next week she's getting married. So that's pretty cool. So there you have it, a good group of people that are going to be getting baptized today. It's going to be a wonderful time down at the river. Let me just give you a brief instruction on how to get there. First of all, if you just follow the car in front of you, you'll probably get there. As long as the first car knows what in the world they're doing. If you find out that you're sitting in the McDonald's parking lot, they decided not to go to the baptism. So... Uh, This is pretty easy, though. The village has helped us out in that they've recently put up some directional signs in the town. So if you leave here and take a left, and you drive past Casey's, one of our two stores, and then you drive to Subway, our second store. All right? So you pass Casey's, you get to Subway, you take a left at Subway. And there's a sign there that says Four Rivers EE Center. Environmental education was a little long for the sign, so... Four Rivers EE e. Center. Take that road to the end. You'll see another sign that tells you to take a right. Go ahead and take that. And you'll go to the next sign that'll tell you to take a left. You'll see some apartments and then you'll see a house. That's Lorraine's house. Wave as you go by and keep going on down until you see the park and you can head on in and you're going to do one of two things. You're going to go ahead and park down toward the pavilion. Some of you have been there before. Park on the grass. If you want, to, you can take your picnic food on over to the pavilion and drop that off and then head back to the river. And we'll start at 11 unless nobody's there. Okay, so around 11 is when the baptism will begin. So so you have a little bit of time, all right? If you're confused on the instructions, like I said, just follow someone else, ask someone else, have you ever been there? And you go ahead and tag along with them, all right? So we're going to end our time today. With a couple of songs that have meant a lot to us, especially the last one, has really been one that we've adopted when it comes to our baptism. So, uh, why don't you go ahead and stand with me. I'm going to pray. We're going to sing our hearts out to God, and then we're going to take off to the river. Oh, Father God in heaven, we are grateful that uh, while we have many dreams in our lives, you have an ultimate dream. A dream that you were willing to share, that you didn't keep to yourself. You told your church, go out there, make disciples of every nation. Baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach them to obey everything we've commanded. And God, we are grateful today that we get to continue to fulfill that promise. And as we do, we have your promise. You will be with us to the very end of the age. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: It's